Cameron Arnett is an award-winning actor in television, film, and theater. Hailing from Port-au-Prince, Haiti, he is also an author, speaker, film director, and producer. The story of his rise in Hollywood, brought to an abrupt end because of his moral convictions, only to be resurrected again with the rebirth of Christian cinema. This is coming right up on Inroads. Welcome to Inroads, where we share real-world stories of digital evangelism and provide you with tips and resources to use today's technology to spread the gospel. Learn more about us and watch our free video series at appianmedia.org. During this week's episode, we're highlighting the great work that Container Solutions Incorporated does in providing high-quality, custom-engineered packaging solutions, including the camera and equipment cases that we took with us on our recent production trip to Turkey. We'll talk more about them later in the show. I'm excited for this interview. Cameron Arnett, he's been acting since the 1980s. Wow. With appearances on shows like Miami Vice, Star Trek The Next Generation, which I'm just kind of geeking out about. (laughs) Uh, Most recently, he's played roles in movies like Overcomer, I Still Believe, Treasure Lies, and more film and TV credits than we have time to list. I, I feel like we've seen his face a lot because we've talked to people like Brett Varvel and, of course, Stephen Kendrick, and they have he's appeared in their movies. And so this yep. is he's a familiar face on Inroads, even though we haven't yet interviewed him. <laughs> That's right. And we, we bumped into him um, at the Christian Worldview Film yeah. Festival 2020 and uh, got a snippet of your story. And I'm excited to have you here with us to to share some more. Well, I am absolutely uh, ecstatic about being here. Thank you guys for having me. And, you know, um, just to be able to represent Christ in any facet of life is an uh, astounding thing. So um, thank you again for having me. Absolutely. So so kick us off here. Tell, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, the Reader's wow, Digest gonna, version, if you can. The, the Reader's Digest version. You know, you've already <laughs> said so much, actually. But, um, you know, basically on the personal side, like you said, I'm from Port Prince, Haiti. Uh, married, uh, five children, five great, wonderful grandchildren. And, um, you know, now totally with God in the perspective of filmmaking, uh, television, and, and, and just being able to represent him with the gifts and talents that he himself gave me to uh, fulfill and to make his name known. And so... Um, I'm, I'm just having a great time doing that. So, you know, acting is very, uh, foreign to Craig and I, we, you know, we are very comfortable behind the camera, but it is a challenging thing to do. What, what caused you to get drawn into that part of production? Yeah. Uh, drawn is the right word. You know, I was a pre-med pre-law student in college, uh, university of Miami, and uh, played football. I uh, had a, a academic and partial academic and um, um, athletic scholarship to the university and um, enjoyed playing football, enjoyed being a part of that. And was never really what I had in mind as a career. I, I enjoyed playing football, but it wasn't my, my love, my passion. And so when uh, certain things happened, you know, on the field and, you know, in, in, in that uh, arena, um, um, I happened to be uh, during a summer, you know, doing EKG respiratory therapy at, at a, a, a local uh, a hospital. And I decided, you know what, I want to do something fun. I had done some uh, fashion shows at the college and those kind of things for a fraternity, you know. And so I, you know, said, you know what, I answered an ad. 
and it was about actors and models wanted and uh, ended up winning eight out of 10 different competitions. Mm -hmm. And it just became something that, that was like a snowball effect. You know, the more I did it, the, 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 the um, more, uh, uh, I guess, appreciation people had for me doing it. And it just became something that, that again, drew me in. Um, I realized I had a, a, a passion for it, a, a, a talent for it, a gift for it. And so it became what took over the, um, the uh, uh the uh, scholastic if you would the acad uh, the the athletic uh, uh aspects of what i was doing you know the the whole pre-med pre-law was again something that i really loved um i i love medicine i love uh um, um debate and 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 uh, um, um when it comes to law those kind of things but um man this i just found a new home in acting yeah. and entertainment so um you know that's what i i, I ran with so tell us about some of your highlights, especially early in your career, yeah. like 80s, 90s. Um, I mentioned the Star Trek one is obviously very fascinating to me, but um, tell us about that period of your life. Yeah, you know, again, extremely exciting because you're talking about, again, being drawn in, but also having early successes, you know, and so being on sets, you know, with 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 um, Don Johnson, Phil Michael Thomas, dealing with Miami Vice, and of course, working on the set, of uh, Star Trek was surreal, you know? I don't know how many people are not or were not uh, Trekkies. And I was definitely <laughs> one of the major ones. And so just to be on on that set, man, and to walk around and, and, and you're not only uh, on the Starship Enterprise, you're an ensign, you're flying the thing, right? And so I'm having um, uh, conversations with all the stars and all the people that are there. And it was a uh, monumental kind of a feeling and um, uh, emotionally and, 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 and uh, realizing that, that God was giving me the successes in these areas. And so um, those are things that, you know, you, right off the bat, you know, China Beach, um, working with, with uh, just uh, really uh, Emmy Award winning um, um, acclaimed actresses and, 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 and directors. And uh, those are all highlights, man, every single bit of it, because it's never something, it was never something that I thought that um, I would get to that, that level, or I would say that quick in the arena. But um, having been around these people and, and, and um, been fortunate enough to, to have those experiences that have really uh, uh, given me some, some, some great memories. Yeah, yeah. So as Craig mentioned at the beginning, you were born in Port-au-Prince, Haiti, uh, and then moved to the United States later on. So growing up or being born in a place like Haiti and then migrating to the United States, how has that impacted your career as an actor? Um, uh, quite a bit, you know, there are so many things that happened, um, on a personal note as being Haitian and having the upbringing that, um, um, I had with my, my parents that was totally different than an American one. You know, um, I, you know, with all of what's happening in the atmosphere today with the whole, uh, racial unrest and all these kind of things, these are things that, um, because of my background, um, make me think totally differently. And, and um, case in point, uh, how it has colored me, uh, colored my life as an actor, but also as a person, which colors my life as an actor, is that when I first came to America, you know, um, I didn't speak English. And, and so most of my thought processes were, were in French and Creole and, and all of my, my beliefs, all of what I knew was out of that country. And so it I, I remember, you know, uh, uh, watching television and seeing 
uh, this gentleman giving great speeches and 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 uh, all these people following him and and uh, um uh, all I mean it was just massiveness going on and I'm watching this as a young kid out of Haiti and I thought he was the president of the United States so I'm like hey wow wow this is this is colossal yeah. and it 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 was a while later as I started going to school and and learning the language that I found out that it was Martin Luther King oh wow and so mm-hmm. I didn't know that I couldn't be you know, black and a, and a president of the United States. That was never in a, a, a mind frame. And so those are the kind of other side thinking that I have and have had uh, that color all of who I am and also how I do what I do. And so it does also color my um, my acting in a sense of there are roles that I don't take, I won't, I, I won't do, um, only because I think that we've had enough of the the wrong narrative and portrayal of what what is considered in life a black male or a black narrative a black storyline and i don't really believe that there's a such a thing i think there's a people storyline and where you put people is what people will will be and what they'll see and what they'll become and what they'll know and so um i choose to um even back then I choose to to uh, and made my choices um, in that in that way. Uh, one of the things that I did early on as an actor, when I was you know I wouldn't say early on, by the time that I got to California um, and dealing with major uh, players and uh, major uh, agents and those kind of things, um, I had to tell my agent, look, don't send me for something that says you know African American or whatever. Send me for some that someone that just says doctor, mm-hmm. you know lawyer doesn't have a, a, uh, a description of, of, of color. Yeah. And it wasn't until I did that, that I actually started really booking roles and doing well mm, because yeah. it was anti-type and it was not, you know, those are the roles that that's who I am. Right. And um, so I think that they began to see it differently, but I had to stand for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful. And you talk about standing up for something that's important to you. Can, can you share with us, there came a moment in your career where your convictions were tested as far as yeah. what you would accept as a role and what you wouldn't. Right. And uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, you know, by that, by that time, you know, I, I had, um, since the time of getting into the entertainment, I had kind of matriculated through the whole uh, lifespan or growth within uh, uh as being a christian and so i didn't start out as one i knew about god you know how it is you know i knew you knew about god you were raised in the church that kind of thing but now being a, a bona fide christian that had a relationship with christ and so by that time that 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 uh, uh option came um i i was doing a movie of the week in Toronto, Canada, and doing very well. Things were happening out in California for me. That's where I was living at the time. And um, my my manager called me and said, hey, Cameron, when you finish doing this uh, 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 movie of the week, they want to see you back when you get back home for this television series. And so I get back, I'm auditioning, well-known actors, everybody that's there, and I end up getting the role. It would have been my first television uh, series with my, me, my, my name, starring role, that kind wow. of thing. And... Um, I got the role. The the my agent ends up calling my manager and I to give us the uh, the the restrictions, the stipulations, right? And he said, "Oh, by the way, they want you to do partial body nudity." Hmm. And I felt the Lord, you know, tap me on the shoulder and say, mm, "Can't do that." So I tell my 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 manager who who knew who I was, you know, I can't do that. I mean, I, and my beliefs as a Christian won't allow me to do that. He says, "You know, I know." So we call them back. Said, "We know, can't do it." 
And the agent says, you know what, let me talk to the producers. Let's find out what we can do about this. And they say, well, you know, he doesn't have to do it. Um, we'll give him a, a, a body double. So that way that when he got, when those times come, somebody else will step in and it'll be them that's nude and he'll step back in and do the acting aspect of it. And so we're going to go in and, 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 and sign on the dotted line. And again, the Lord taps me on the shoulder and says, uh, you got to shun even the appearance of the old because people will think that it's you. Mm. And so I dropped it. And I said, um, no, this is where the t-shirts come from, Christ over Korea. Mm -hmm. right, um, right. Uh, that's, that became a mantra, if you would. That became what I was known by as the one who, who chose Christ over Korea. And so um, that was the, the telling moment for me. And that, that changed everything. Um, so when I, when I dropped that and didn't do the series, my, I got dropped by my agent. You know, my manager was still behind me because he, like I said, he knew he, who I was. But then after a while, he, he actually died uh, of AIDS in, in, in California. And um, I, I found myself alone and lost everything. I lost everything. Everybody dropped me. Everybody left me. Uh, I went bankrupt, got evicted from houses, you know, you, you name it. Um, and it was it wasn't hard to make the decision. It was, um, the hardship wasn't going through everything that happened after that. Mm -hmm. um, but no regrets uh, came to Atlanta. Uh, God just, you know, revamped my entire life, did, you know, started two different churches and went into total uh, ministry and never thought that I'd be in the old acting game again. And um, God had a different plan. And um, in 2013, brought me back in on the Christian side of filmmaking and acting and everything else. And, you know, the rest of it has just been his story, as, as they say. Man, that's, that's such a powerful story. You know, and I, I think what resonated with me was the fact that, first of all, you didn't want to do that partial nudity, but you didn't even want the image, anybody even thinking that that was you connected with that. And that's, right. you know, sometimes people will be okay with, you know, saying, no, I'm not going to be involved with this corrupt thing. But then if there is some sort of stipulation that's made saying, hey, well, you don't have to be directly involved with it, then they're like, uh, okay, that's fine. You know, but you were like, I, I don't even want to be associated with that. And that's such a powerful thing. And um, yeah, I mean, it's just amazing. So what would you tell your younger self? When you look back now, before all of this, what would you tell your younger self about the situation? I would, I would say to never put the blessing in front of the blesser. I would, I would say never make any one thing, whether it's acting or otherwise, your life. Your life is Christ. Your life is, 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 you know, to, to be his, for him to be yours, for him, uh, for you to uh, fulfill uh, his, his directives and, and whatever he wants for your life. And so you can't want to act more than you want to be a Christian. You can't want to uh, uh, produce or direct or whatever more than you want to uh, please him and to be his. Um, I, I think that that would be the main thing that I would say to myself and to anyone else who is wanting to be a part of um, any industry um, because everything, anything can be an idol. Uh, uh, God is very specific about idolatry. You can have no other gods before me. And so I think anything that we want, everything that we think that we have to have, uh, every, anything that we, we uh, put or identify ourselves with as this is who I am because this is what I do um, is something that we put before Christ. And um, that's not allowable mm -hmm. to him. And um, we have to grow in our systems to understand that it shouldn't be allowable to us either. And so 
um, I would uh, I would tell myself, man, to, to dig deep and dive even more so into Christ so that everything that he has ordained for me, he can begin to give me because now I'm ready. Yeah. Identity in Christ. Over, that sounds like a movie. We're gonna get there. I think. We're gonna get there. I mean, I wondered, like, did they sit down with you first and right. then write the character? <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. Um, so you you were recently named the actor of the year by the International Christian Film and Music Festival, and I uh, I kind of anticipate how you might respond to a question like this. But what what does this award mean to you, and and how do you hope it may inspire others? Um, it is it is humbling. It is quite an honor. Um, I, I don't. I take uh, all of what happens in my life with with the severity of understanding that God is my orchestrator, and so I don't ever take it lightly of anything that happens. He opens doors and he closes doors, and so whenever he allows something to happen in your life, under, I, I understand that as long as I answer life according to how Christ would, everything that is ordained in my life will come to will come to be um and it is being able to to say the yes that christ would say and to say the no that christ would say that it allows life to develop the way that it's supposed to and so receiving um the actor of the year in in the arena of representing christ i mean it, it just doesn't get any better than to know that you're honoring him and people are honoring you for honoring him. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, would, I would hope that it inspires people, especially in the backdrop of my story, because um, having given up the career, having given up the accolades and the money and the fame and everything else, and um, not thinking that it was going to be anything that was given back to me, because I didn't know at the time that it was a, a seed being sown, you know? Um, I think that they would they would hopefully understand that that God has you, that God is with you, and that He w- will not let you fall to the ground and die, and and that whatever He allows to be separated from you, whether it's for a time or whether it's forever, is that He knows better, and that He's always going to give you something better than what you thought that you could have that the world could could offer you, um, and so the uh, the trust that's trusting him um, when it doesn't look like it's happening the way that you thought that it would is what people need to really hone in on. And I pray that at that getting that kind of an award would let people know that um, God has a, like he says in Jeremiah, I have a plan for you. I know the plans that I have for you, you know, to do you good and to give you a, 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 a hope and a, and a future. And there is a future regardless of what you, what it seems like that you're going through right now. There is an award and, and even greater than the award that I got here, you know, there's a crown of life that, um, that we're all um, um, receiving by staying his and by believing him and by following him. And so that's going to be the greater award um, than anything else that we can get here. Certainly. So we mentioned this before the show began, but you are also... <laughs> You are also the CEO of uh, Camille Arnett Production Studios, so mm-hmm. CAPS. And uh, there's, a, there's a play here mm-hmm. based on the visuals that we're seeing there. Can you tell us more about what this is? Yeah, you, what you see behind me, uh, and, and again, something that I'm very um, always mindful of because this is something that God spoke to us specifically. And he said, many hats, one mind. 
Um, when it comes to Caps, you know, we're dealing with Kamina Production Studios, but it's really a production studios, whereas it's not just producing film and television, but it's producing anything that will do the life of people better. Um, the, the mindset is to uh, receive witty inventions and ideas and perspectives from God that will in, in, enlighten, broaden, uh, help people's lives to not only stay in Christ, but to flourish in every aspect of life that he wants them to, to flourish in. Uh, there isn't anything that God is withholding from us. And so the many hats one mind is that we do many things. We wear many hats, but only one mind governs it. And so that's the perspective of the, the, the ministry, the, the business, whatever you want to call it, is that we, we understand that no matter what hat we're, we're, we're uh, wearing, um, that it is the mind of Christ is the, the one that is leading, that is guiding, that is dictating, that is uh, giving revelation and not our, not our own. Um, so what, 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 what we do is that we get caps from everywhere that we go, where, where, whether I'm speaking somewhere, whether I'm doing a film somewhere, um, um, we collect the, the, um, the, the caps from those places and we make that a, a, um, uh, a remembrance, if you would, uh, for us to, to know that uh, no matter what God does for us, in us and through us, that um, we cannot uh, 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 sway ourselves, allow ourselves to be swayed, if you would, from his mind being the one who chooses, because sometimes he will say no to something that looks good, but it's not right. Yeah. Not right for you, you know? And, um, that's a revelation that God gave us, you know, there's, you know, there's good and right and everything that's good is not right for you. Mm -hmm. And so, so we have to be able to hear him even say no at something that's good for someone else and right for someone else. But what's right for us is what he says for us to do. And so his mind has to be at the forefront of it all. Yeah. That's such a powerful thing, especially in the entertainment industry where, as we know it, it's so big. You get into a role and you say, this is my job and I'm only going to do this job because that's all that I'm told to do. Where mm -hmm. we know that humility says, I'm going to do whatever needs to be done. Right. Whether that's you know directing the the documentary or the film or whether that's mopping the floor at the end of the day, I'm going to exactly. do whatever needs to be done. So, well, before we go to a break, uh, one more question for you. Why do you think it's important to provide viable family friendly entertainment alternatives to what's out there in mainstream media? Oh man, good question, man. It, it's not only a good idea, it's vital. You know, we get the perspective from a, um, uh, Laban and Jacob perspective uh, of, of when you take a look at that story, you know, uh, whatever you put before the, 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 the calf, the animal, you know, the cattle, that's what they become. And it's, a, it, it, and it's the same perspective of people. Whatever you put, whatever you put before the people is what they will gravitate to. That's what they will become. That's what they will see. That's what they will, they will uh, feel that they are or can do. Um, and so the, the, the vileness of, of giving alternatives to what the world offers to the church and also to the world, because they don't even know what they're missing. And the, the insidiousness of how people are programmed um, into thinking and believing a certain thing because that's what they see all the time. That focal point of, of, of the visual and the audio is what tells them what is possible. Um, I know we're going to a break, but I, I want to give it a, 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 a quick story here. Um, my wife and I went to see um, Hidden Figures. 
And I don't know if you guys remember that that story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 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 a group of ladies that you know were, were mathematicians, I mean brainiacs, that were the ones that actually were behind the whole space system and getting the uh, um, the Apollos or, or the, the the space uh, um, ship to to the moon. And so um, these were black women. And so we finally have the story being told in film. And so we're at the theater watching this and the, the credits are rolling and everything else. And a lady to my left starts to just cry hysterically. Mm. And I say to my wife, who's on my right, hey, baby, you know, why don't you ask her what's going on? How's she doing? And so my wife started, you know, talking to her and ministering to her. And what happened was she said to, she said to us, I didn't know that we had stories like this. Hmm. I remember as a child, I wanted to be, I forgot what she said, something that was like beyond what she had ever known. But I hadn't, she said, I had never seen anyone that looks like me doing that. So I settled for something else. All of what has been stolen from me because I have never seen someone who looks like me doing that. Wow. That's how vital it is. Yeah, that's a powerful thing. Um, we have so many stories, black, white, Asian, you name it. You know, when we have when you see the, the success of Black Panther and and a uh, 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 crazy rich Asians and, and it's it's the story of dignity. Mm-hmm. And and you see how how uh successful monetarily it be those things became, is because people are clamoring to see themselves in a dignified way, mm-hmm. in a spiritual connective way even when they don't even know that it's lacking. Cause we know inside of us, there's that, that hole that, that God has allowed only for himself. And so uh, for us to be now at, at the forefront in, in this period in time, to be people who have their hands upon reprogramming society in a, in a positive way, man, that's how vital it is. Yeah. That's great. That's We've, great. We have had our fill of, of Hollywood and yes. it didn't fill us up. You're, you right. know, you're absolutely right. It, that hole in us is not getting filled Right. by Hollywood. Yep. So I love that. That's cool. That's awesome. So, All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll have more with actor Cameron Arnett when we get back. Okay, so let's talk about this week's sponsor, Container Solutions, Inc. CSI makes custom-engineered packaging solutions for big and small industries, manufacturing, automotive, military, and even camera gear. Like our camera gear, these guys provided exceptional hard cases with inserts to allow us to safely transport our gear overseas, and they were incredible. You give them measurements for your specific needs, cameras and lenses, batteries, and they use foam, plastic, steel, you name it, to make packaging for your product. Yeah, CSI is a proud sponsor of the Inroads podcast and Appian Media, and we're thrilled to work with them. You can learn more about them at Container Solutions, Inc., Dot com. Check them out. So last year, you played a pivotal character of Thomas Hill in the Kendrick Brothers film Overcomer. How did this opportunity come about, and what was it like working with the Kendrick Brothers? Man, um, again, like I said, I, I, I don't take it lightly because God is our orchestrator, man. He's the order of our steps. He makes this thing happen. You know, what happened and how this uh, unfolded was of I did nothing I I I was not a part of that at all God uh, made that happen I was actually on my way to Nashville I went to Nashville to uh, 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 fulfill a, an obligation that I had and 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 setting up you know doing what what you got to do right and setting up for something that was going to happen the next day at uh, uh, the Gaylord 
And so I, so I get there and I'm at the hotel that I had driven from Atlanta and, you know, I was tired. I'm like, ah, I really don't want to go. And, you know, guys, you know, Holy Ghost is telling me, you got to go, you got to go. And it took two hours for the Holy Spirit to convince me, <laughs> get up, put something on, get out of this room. Yeah. And so finally I did that. And so I, I leave my hotel and I'm on my way to the Gaylord. And I come in through the back doors, go up the escalator. And as I go up the escalator, my foot hits the, the platform. And when I hit the platform, and, 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 and any of you have been at the Gaylord, you know how big this place is, oh, yeah, right? Oh, yeah. And so my foot hits the, 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 the platform and I hear Cameron Arnett. And it, it was Alex Kendrick way on the other side of this <laughs> hallway calling my name. And you know when you you know you own, you have an out of body experience, <laughs> and and all of a sudden I was up here watching this whole scenario happen, and I'm thinking to myself, did Alex Kendrick just call my name from across this hall? <laughs> and I'm walking towards him, and I'm having <laughs> this out of body thing, man. I'm like, I don't even know. I didn't even know this guy knew who who I was. Mm -hmm. I was even on his radar, okay. And so he's on his way to get uh, to do an interview. And he goes, um, Cameron, um, I, I need to talk to you. Uh, I, I'm about to go to this, do this interview. Where are you going to be in the next 10 minutes? I'm like, dude, I'm going to be standing right here waiting on you, right? <laughs> Good <laughs> answer. You yeah, right. right? And so um, he goes and, and, and does the interview. And I'm standing there. And who he, does he leave me with? I'm standing there talking to John Irwin oh, and, and Kevin Downs. <laughs> I'm like, you know, you know, okay, you know, God, are you for real? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so he comes back. And we talk and he takes me out, uh, takes me to dinner. We, we go eat and he's telling me the story. And I, if, if you, man, if you ever hear Alex speak, he is so expressive, mm. so endowed by God to do mm -hmm. what he does, a, a communicator. And he's telling me the story, man. And I'm bawling, mm. crying, right? And, and then he, and he keeps on adding to the story of what's going to happen. And, you know, there are certain things that, you know, wasn't part of it. And he's adding to it. And I'm just going crazy on this thing. And he says, Cameron, I, you know, I'm, I believe God, you know, um, we want you to come in for this thing. I'm like, are you? Yeah. <laughs> and so um, basically that's how it all kind of came together. And even later on, he says to me, you know, you know, he knew that God has said that I was the one and, and all these kind of things. And so even though that role was really mine, I, I still had to go through the process because they do a huge vetting process, mm -hmm. which I am grateful for. Because when it comes to working with these guys, it's not just that they do great films. It's the kind of people that they are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's it's. You know how the Bible says that, you know, uh, Paul says that that he had gone to the apostles and and in order to keep the gospel pure, he did not care who else was around. There were other people who came in and uh, they, didn't, they didn't give their time to them, not even for an hour mm -hmm. to keep the gospel pure. That's the kind of guys that the Kendricks are. Yeah. We they are unwilling to compromise the doing of the thing and, 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 and doing it in a way that God would not be honored and pleased. And so they want to make sure that who they are in cahoots with um, has wall-to-wall -wall Christ on the inside and that they're not going to give God a black eye on, on the back end of it. And so I was great, very grateful for the, um, for the process. And I saw God show up and do things that I've never seen him do in and through me as an actor. And, um, 
that's how it was like on set, man. Um, what an experience these guys have um, put together a an atmosphere of kingdom and family, of of Christ centeredness that I've never seen, never experienced, and had such a. Uh, uh, I am grateful to know them now as friends, as brothers, because um, what a uh, uh, what a great thing to have. Um, in this arena, people who won't compromise and yet that are still working at a level that other people have to catch up to. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. We, we, we talked to Steven on the last episode of Inroads, and uh, it, it's amazing how uh, these brothers who I would consider have arrived and made it in terms of filmmaking and how humble they are and how they really give it all to God and all the glory is, is God's. And that's such a, such a nice testimony. Um, I don't know if it was you or if it was Steven that mentioned that about Cameron's role and like how they didn't even realize people didn't even realize he was, he wasn't blind in the movie because he was such a good actor playing a blind person. That's right. (laughs) You know, one, one of the best compliments that I got, there was a lady that, um, um, was a nurse and she worked with blind people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after I, I think it was one of the um, uh, the premieres that we did, she was, she was saying that, um, you know, hey, you know, I, I was so uh, ecstatic about the Kendricks and they found a blind guy to play this role. And I was just wanted to tell them how, how happy I was that they found a blind guy. And then she comes to find out that she's talking to me and I'm not blind. <laughs> wow, you fooled me, you know? And so, um, again, like I said, God is so magnificent in that, um, he 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 gives you those things. It's not anything that's of your own. It's what he blesses you with for the purpose that he has for you. So, um, but again, you know, you talk about uh, uh, three great guys that that God is using. Um, and if I hear Stephen tell me one more time, Cameron, stay humble. You know, you know, he has that voice. Cameron, stay humble. Stay humble, Cameron. You know, <laughs> and uh, so much so that I went and got a T-shirt. Micah, uh, 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 what is it? Six eight. You know, to walk humbly, you know, with your God, that's what he requires of you, you know, to do justice, to, to, to love mercy. And so um, it's, it's now a, a facet of my mindset um, because they're, and that's, they're just a great, great examples of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, and I told Stephen um, in, in the last episode, um, I, I've been keeping up with their movies. I had seen them all and I watch Overcomer and I, I remember turning to my wife and saying, this is easily the most complex story that they have told yet. And your character was one of the reasons for that. And you're playing on so many different heartstrings of my own. You know, this this father-daughter thing, and I've got kids. <laughs> you're a diabetic, and I'm a diabetic. And uh, so th- there, were, there were some tears on my end. Um, the story was so well done, and, and you pulled it off so believably, but not in such a way so that we were distracted by you. You just let the story do what it, what it needed to do, and you let the character do uh, what yeah, it needed to do. Yeah, you know, and, and that's the thing, you know, um, a well-written piece, well-directed piece, and um, again, God anointed me to fulfill it. And so it wasn't about, you know, acting. It was about uh, allowing the Holy Spirit to be and, and, and getting out of the way. 
And um, again, as a teacher also in, in acting, that's part of what I, I, I try to get the actors to understand. It's about you getting out of the way. It's about you allowing the, the, the life of this person to live and not your own. Mm. And so, um, you know, one of the hardest things of even doing the, the, uh, the, the, the in the process of actually uh, being on set and acting, you know, you're, you're as a blind person, you can't use any of the stimuli from the outside in. And so all of what's happening on, on, on the set that's happening around me, you know, Sherry Rigby, I talk about people to tell people all the time, she has these eyes that are so piercing mm. and then she's talking to you and she's like piercing into you and you can't use any of that. Mm, you can't wow. allow that to affect you at all. Yeah. And that's kind of what, what Thomas had to be. And so, um, you know, with my wife and I, you know, we'd go uh, 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 to wherever, you know, we're traveling. I, 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 I would at the airport be blind. You know, when she's, you know, giving me my food, you know, at home or or we're doing whatever, something at home, I would be be the blind guy at home kind wow. of thing. So all of that was part of the process in order to not be able to um, 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 use the outside stimuli once mm. you got on the set, because, yeah. you know, uh, he had to actually emanate everything from the inside. And, and that's who he had become. And Christ had become his life. And that's what had to 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 uh, to, to win out. Hard. It'd be so hard to do. I can't imagine. So, so in addition to your acting, uh, you're also an author, a public speaker, film director, producer. Uh, what has prompted you to grow into these other roles, and what kind of results have you seen from these efforts? Yeah, you know, again, I, I think like you, you, at the beginning of, of of our conversation, we talk about being drawn. You know, um, so much of it is not really a matter of deciding to do something as much as it is following what God is doing and saying yes and amen to it. Um, I tell my wife all the time we, we have this conversation as, as to following the open door. You know, God has in, constructed a life. He has preordained good works that you should walk in. And so our job as Christians is discovering um, following him, uh, hearing from him, and being able to walk in those avenues um, and not try to create things on our own. It's when we try to create them on our own that we get into trouble. And I, and I, I think most of what I've done and what I do now is because I'm following the open door. Um, there are things that that people need of me. There are pe- things that people ask of me. There are things that that God unctions me to do that makes me have to fulfill it in this way. Um, even the... Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I had been writing for a long time, um, a discipleship manual, which I, I uh, train, you know, that my churches and all these kinds of things, the production company, all these people in, because there's not only what God wants you to do, but there's a way in which he wants you to do it. And so there's a, a very strong discipleship model in which we, we apply what we do. But even in the book, um, um, A Good Man, A, a Child I Could Have, Would Have, Should Have Story, that came out of the same question. You know, one of my, our sons asking, Dad, if, you know, if you had to do it all over Game, what would you do differently? And so I, I began to put principles in place um, because they're going to make their own mistakes, um, but they shouldn't make your, your mistakes. And so um, I, I was able to write the book from that perspective so that parents could covenant with their children and give them a better beginning than what they had themselves. And that's what the book is all about. But see, that came out of a question. It wasn't like I was trying to write a book you know, and producing and directing came out of the same thing. Whereas my wife and I were um, uh, cast in this movie called Maddie, the Discovery. And it's a trilogy. 
And um, the producers at the time could not fulfill their obligation. And so the, the writer came to us and said, hey, we know that you have, you know, background in this arena. Would you take it on and produce mm-hmm. it and, uh, and, 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 you know, bring it to life? And so we got together, prayed, took it to, to the father. And the father mm-hmm. gave us the green light, said, go for it. Only make sure that you don't do anything on camera uh, or put anything on, on film that you don't live your, in, in, in your own life. And so, um, so we took on maddie the uh, the 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 series uh, the, the the trilogy and so we shot the first episode the first uh, installment and it's uh, available now at maddie the discovery.com it's m-a-t-t-i-e the discovery.com and so that's the first installment of a trilogy but how we got into producing and directing and those kind of things came out of us just answering the need of different people and, and trying to help different people fulfill their visions and their goals and, 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 and helping them get somewhere. And it, it, it opened those kind of doors for us. And I think as Christians, as we give ourselves to being other people minded and helping other people become what God has uh, wants of them and has done for them, I think it opens our doors as well. Um, because we're supposed to be an answer one to another. It's, it's by what every joint supplies. And so as we supply to other people, those kind of things just happen. Mm-hmm. So we, we've used the term digital evangelism here at Appian Media, but basically, I mean, you know, it's the idea that we're going to use the mediums we have available to us to evangelize the gospel. You've mm-hmm. mentioned books. Of course, you're in movies. You've got all kinds of things you're doing. How have you been able to use the tools that you've created to help spread the gospel? Oh, wow. Brother, that's all we do. <laughs> I mean, the, uh, the um, you know, I tell people all the time, uh, you, you have everything that you do have to be married to two things, yeah. saving souls and discipling the saved. If it's not married to those two things, then basically it's for naught because that's the commission that God gave us. Go and make disciples. And so everything that you are tied to, everything that you put your hands to is to fulfill the will of God in that commission. And uh, so whether it's the books, everything is leading people to Christ whether it's the film, everything's leading people to Christ, uh, whether it's, it's, it's a speaking wherever we go. And, and when I say that, because we don't always go and speak from the vantage point of, of the gospel, but the gospel is the mainstay of everything that we speak. And so whether we're dealing with uh, uh, financial literacy, whether we're dealing with, with uh, saving destinies, uh, all, all these aspects of life and in, in, in mentoring people, it's Christ who's still at the helm and he's still the answer to it all. And he, so the gospel is always being preached regardless of what vantage point is coming from. Um, because in us, we have accepted that that's who we are and that's what we're called to do. God forbid that people who know us for any amount of time never come to the realization that they shouldn't leave this earth without making Christ their Lord and Savior. Man, God forbid that people wouldn't would know us and not know that there is an afterlife that they have to prepare for, that there is um, a a greater life being lived here on earth that can be greater with uh, them surrendering to Christ and and actually finding the life that was theirs from his vantage point. That's 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 what life is about to us. so I don't I, I I don't even know how not to do that. <laughs> That's good. That makes sense. That's I right. Mean, I think so many that, people yeah. they see it as I'm going to give this to God and this to God, but uh, over here this is for me, or I'm not going to worry about this. And like it's like you said, it's it's all going to God. Everything yeah. that we do is going to God. So one last question for you: uh, 
What do you have coming up? What's next for Cameron Arnett? Any movies that uh, you're getting ready to start acting in? Yeah, a, a lot of things are happening um, right now. Um, I just had one that came out called Tulsa, uh, The Wager, coming out on DVD and streaming. That's another film that I did uh, a while back that's coming out. Also, another film coming out is um, The Order of Rights, dealing mainly with uh, the entire abortion uh, perspective and, and things that are happening in, in that arena. I uh, just got finished doing a, t- a television pilot by the name of um, um, Angels Unaware, um, f- phenomenal, well-written, uh, uh, man, this is going to be a good one. Uh, be on the lo- uh, lookout for that angels unaware. Mm-hmm. Um, really looking forward to that coming out and that, that progressing. Uh, I have another film as a matter of fact, that just came out on a, um, on pure flicks called discarded things. Uh, I play a totally different character, <laughs> so don't let it throw you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But this is a, this is a, 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 a totally different one. And so uh, I'm about to uh, do a, a, another t- uh, TV pilot. Well, actually, it's not a pilot. It's a second season um, of Vindication, which is a mm-hmm. phenomenal series. If you haven't seen it, yes. uh, please go to uh, Amazon Prime and, and get, uh, get acclimated with that series. It's going to be one that's going to change how television is done from a Christian perspective. Mm. Um, really well-written, well-acted uh, piece. And I'm, I'm extremely uh, excited about becoming a part of, of, of that venture right there. So you're busy. Yeah. It sounds like Clearly. you're not just yeah. sitting around uh, waiting for COVID to finish up. No, no. Busy, man. I love that. <laughs> COVID who? Yeah, yeah that's right. right. Well, Cameron, it has been so good to talk to you, and we really appreciate you taking the time with us. So thank you. Thank you for sharing yeah, some of you your so story. Much. Well, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Well, you can join us next time as we talk with Sergio and Rhoda. This is a husband and wife team that have returned to Israel, where she's originally from, And they've been producing breathtaking and authentic videos from the lands of the Bible for their YouTube channel with over 220,000 subscribers and counting. That's coming up next on Inroads. Inroads is a production of Appian Media. We're a nonprofit video production company that's 100% crowdfunded. If you're interested in learning more about how you can support Appian Media so we can continue to create more great free content, you can visit us at appianmedia.org.